Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35, 30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City! And Chiefs Kingdom, get ready to welcome your champions. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Arrowheads Broad Podcast. Um, tonight, it's myself, Neil, and I'm just joined by Tomo. Tomo, good evening. Good evening. How are we? Very good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Um, so, the Chiefs played in the AFC Championship game on Sunday night, or as you watched it, on Monday night, and um, dismissed the Buffalo Bills. 38-24, Tomo, mate. We're in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I, I had a bit of a um, restless night's sleep. I had work at 5am, so not ideal. Bit of a schoolboy error not booking that off in advance. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing watching that back. Uh, great performance. Um, I, I don't think there's a lot to nitpick either. <laughs> Just unbelievable to be back there again, second year in a row. Like, I mean, how good has it been this season with everything that's gone on with all the covid stuff and kind of just the the rearrangement of the season that's gone on all across the league to be able to get here i mean it was going to be a difficult season anyway to repeat very few teams do it but just to get back here again like how how well has this team done just in general yeah uh, i mean to get to one super bowl's hard enough so to get to two in a row just says absolutely loads about the team the organization um andy brett veach it's it's just incredible i mean you look at the way andy's run this team and and all of his coaching staff to be fair and we've seen other teams throughout the league have problems with covid and not all of it you can control but i mean we've seen from a team in our own division in the raiders just doing absolutely stupid things and we've been professional throughout you know, they could have easily rested on their laurels this year, having won the Super Bowl. You know, a lot of guys spent a lot of time trying to get there. Think of like Frank, Frank Clark, Tyron Matthew. But now, nah, straight, straight back, straight back in the building, straight back down to business. Even harder year with COVID, and we haven't, you know, touch wood. It can happen to anyone, but the guys are putting themselves in the best situation for it not to happen to them. Yeah. And you know, no, that's just a whole side of it. And then the on-field play has been brilliant as well. I mean, I don't think the Chiefs have really got out of kind of third gear sort of, sort of thing throughout this season. People have looked at like the, the one-score games and, oh, the Chiefs have been in loads of one-score games. And it, it really has felt we've just cruised our way through to the uh, postseason. And, I mean, you can see AFC Championship game, 38 points. Yeah, um, I, I think ev- everything... That you said there, I completely hundred percent endorse. Like I echo every single bit of that. The professionalism to have maintained the standards, the accountability that must be within that locker room to maintain those standards. Like it's just phenomenal. Um, and then you've got Andy at the top of it, who's very much a on the level 
Right, we'll just take the next game. We'll mm. deal with that one, and then we'll take the next game. Don't look at the record. Don't worry about the Super Bowl. Don't worry about the seedings or anything like that. Just We'll just take it one game at a time. It's, it's so cliched, and yet it's so difficult to do. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just... And just well, like, even, even absolutely dumb shit, like, we lost to the Raiders, right? Which was just... Derek Carr doing something totally against anything we've ever seen from him. It caught us off guard. Whatever. They drive around Arrowhead. Make the biggest deal out of it in the world. <laughs> I wonder how they do with that now. And, and the Chiefs go, you know, go to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. Beat them in their brand new stadium. Cool. Like, joke's on you. But there's nothing from the Chiefs. Literally, back to the locker room, in a bus, let's go home. This isn't yeah. our Super Bowl. Ah, Super Bowl happens in February. Yeah. This happened in the middle of the season, so just, you know, great. I mean, looking at the game itself, were you were you ever in any doubt that we were going to win? I mean, even helped... nine, 9 nothing down mm. relatively early in the game. I did did you have any thought of going, "Oh, hey, hang on a second." Well, I mean... D- disregarding that you knew the result beforehand. Yeah, it, it doesn't help when you've got sneaking suspicion of the way people are acting around you at work. Um, <laughs> but, um, like, we, we talked about it before. You, you're watching the game, you go, well, we all learnt from that Texans game last year. You go down, I was fuming more than anyone, and then you turn yeah. it round, we turn it round again, we turn it round in the Super Bowl. I don't think any Chiefs fans really bothered about nine points down in the first quarter. There's three quarters to play. I know there's so and, much game left. And it, the other thing we spoke about as well is, I mean, the answer to your question is no, I, w- I wouldn't really have been bothered because you know, and the biggest thing was that Pat was moving. Once mm-hmm. I saw Patrick was moving, I knew that he'd be able to create things and then it was going to be a problem for them. If if he'd have had to sit in the pocket and not be immobile with his toe, I'd have been concerned, but he was, you know, he was all over the place as usual. And, we we've looked at it and you go well seven points anyone can anyone in this league can score from the one yard line when you drop a punt on yeah. your own one yard line did, did you'd you'd guess 30, 32 out of 32 teams are going to score 90% of the time from from the yeah. one yard line they've got four attempts so you you take that seven i know we can't do this but you know you take seven points off for that because they haven't actually scored it themselves almost they haven't created they were given it yeah Yeah, we've we've gifted it them it's not even like it's a fumble that they've created he literally dropped the ball like Mm -hmm. and and then they've got a garbage time one at the end you know we put we put up 21 points in the second quarter when it mattered i think that's you know in between them scoring that first touchdown and them scoring towards the end of the game i think we had a 38 to 3 spread Kind of in the second, mm. third. I'm just trying to find the quarters and the scoring points in it's quarters. Got 21 in the second, 10 in the third, which would be 31. So, um, mm. And then the seven in the fourth, so that would be 38 points. It, it's, it's just crazy because really they, they held the Bills under wraps when all of the talk coming in was... And, you know, we saw the, I think it was the ESPN graphic about quarterback, yeah, taking Josh Allen. Well, you know... I think Josh Allen's biggest threat all night were his legs. When he couldn't find a pass, he then decided, oh dear, I better run. He managed to run for 88 yards. And so if that's Josh Allen's biggest threat, I'd take him take him running about rather than throwing it about, you know. Like, um, Do you think 
the Bills got caught up in their own hype. Like, they, they believed they had the better quarterback. They believed they had the better wide receiver in Stefan Diggs, mm. who did nothing for three quarters of the game. Do you know what, though? I don't know, but the thing for me is it was such a passive performance from them. Like, I, I thought we were going to struggle against Bill. I thought it would be a really kind of big scoring shootout game. Yeah. And they were so conservative. Like, we've spoken about it already, saying that we think that, that like, I, like McDermott will have regrets about this game because it just looked like they hadn't been there before. And I think if they get to another AFC Championship game, they'd be a bit more aggressive than what they were. I, I, I never thought in, in doubt, I never thought their defence was going to cause problems. It didn't really seem like their offence was going to cause us problems. And it, was, it was just like it throughout. Yeah, I mean, I had thought before the game that this was a season too soon for them. But I still thought they would give us more of a mm. game than they actually did. Um, I think the Ravens and Titans would have given us a better game than that. In an AFC yeah, Championship yeah, game. Yeah, uh, I probably wouldn't disagree with that. But again, they, they have both been kind of down that business end. Yeah. Um business end before so well yeah Titans have the Ravens actually haven't got that far yet have they <laughs> I don't think they'll be getting there anytime soon either I think they're going to be a bit of a bust next year but I mean yeah, wouldn't really talking like. about these two teams the Bills are going to grow you know it's admirable what they've done and the way they've built their team and they're young as well they're, they're a really good team um, and I'm sure Josh Allen's done himself no no, no damage when it comes to his contract value, which will be interesting to see. Um, but, but no, these these guys. I think Stefan was it Stefan Diggs or Tredavis White said after the game that this is this is a situation that the AFC's in where they've got to do everything they can and build their team to beat the Chiefs. That's that's the way yeah. it is. Mahomes has three seasons as a starter. He's AFC Championship game everyone. But right. On that subject then, right, I was looking back over the past two years. We've lost five times. We lost to the Raiders this year. Mm-hmm. They scored 40 points. Yep. We lost to the Titans last year. They scored 35. We lost to the Packers last year. They scored 31 when we had Matt Moore at quarterback. Mm-hmm. We lost to the Texans. They scored 31. And we lost to the Colts. They scored 19 when Mahomes had one leg because, what was it, yeah. Cam Irving stood on him or something and sprained his ankle, so he just played on one leg. You have to score 30 points plus against the Chiefs. And you to, my approach would have to be, don't look at the scoreboard and what the Chiefs are doing. Your sole focus is you need to get to as close to 35 points as you can and if the Chiefs score 40, congratulations, well done Chiefs, you beat us. But you are not going to beat the Chiefs scoring 20 points, 24 nope. points. And I'm sure we said exactly that on the podcast, yeah. on the preview podcast. We said, do you know what, if you're the Bills and you score 30-odd points and you lose, you go, do you know what, fair enough. But 24 points, I don't know, it just... <sighs> two touchdowns. 20, 24 points when nine of those are in garbage time at the end of the game. Like, and, and and the other seven come from a drop punt on the one yard line. Yeah, like yeah. What, what have you done to win the game? That this is what I don't understand. Like, and, and then like, they, they no have aggression. 
they had two drives where they got inside the 10 and they kicked two field goals from them. You can't do that. No. You just can't. You cannot expect to beat the Chiefs kicking field goals. I was doing the Twitter feed and we took a lead. I'm going to say we were 20 something to 10 up and they kicked a field goal. And I was like, lads, yeah. you're still. 20 point, 15, 20 points behind. That's a lot more field goals you've got to kick there. It yeah. just it frustrates the hell out of me yep. that the NFL, all these teams, pay loads of people loads of money and they can't see the fucking blindingly obvious. I don't, I that, don't get it. It's just... To, yeah. It just does my head in. It's just a tin pot mentality to kick a field goal there. Like, Romo on the commentary was like, and they're not going to kick a field goal here. They're going for it here. Ah, oh, yeah. they're going for it here. Ah, oh, they're running out the field goal unit. They're going to kick a field goal. They're kicking a field goal. <laughs> it's just, what are you doing? But how, how, how mad is it that the Raiders are the only team who are taking the right approach to beat us? Like, the fucking no. Raiders! Like, the most ineptly run organisation around. And they're the <laughs> only ones who are doing the things that you need to do to try and beat us. It just... Oh, it just... Can, yeah, but... can you tell the frustration in my voice here? I mean, we don't want to get beat, Neil, so if they want I, to kick... I don't, <laughs> I don't, but stupidity pisses the hell out of me. You've got intelligent people doing stupid, stupid things. And intelligent people who are paid lots of money not to do stupid things. Like, oh... I'm sure there was a real mathematical error near the end of the game where they went for two-point conversion, which would have got them... See, I've been. I was up from five a.m., so I may be wrong, but I'm going to go watch it back because I'm sure at one point they had the chance to make it a sixteen-point game, which would have been a two-score game by kicking a field goal, and they went for a two-point conversion and failed. Which I, I'll have to go and watch it back. But if 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 I'm correct, that it's absolutely some of the decisions were were very very strange. But like like you said, Neil, you've got into the red zone twice and you kicked two field goals. It's it's not the recipe. It, it, it's really not like you've just you've got to get aggressive there because even if you turn one of them into another four points it, it shortens the game down you know it gives them more opportunities at the end where they're desperately all of a sudden clawing to try and get back into the game you know it, you've, you've already lost the game in the third quarter you, they lost the game in the second quarter when we scored 21 points and they kicked a field goal from the two-yard mm. line. That's that, that was waving the white flag game over, lads. Sorry. Yeah. I just... I, it's, it's so strange because I just... You look back to that the, the one we lost against the Patriots, it was, it was stress throughout. You look back to mm. last year's game where we were down and it's just... It's, it's crazy, isn't it, that like this one was just chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you were going to another Super Bowl. It's, it's, it, I don't think it's still sunk in yet. But you, you look at that Patriots one, right? Which was two years ago, and it was close. And it was only we couldn't stop them in overtime. Like there was the defense was just mm. on, out on their legs. Like there's, they were just wrecked at that stage. Yeah. So it, it was a close game pretty much throughout. The Texans game was close enough for a while and it was only kind of uh, late third quarter early fourth quarter when we kind of started to pull away from them but this never felt close and 
I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a bit about the Bills podcast now, right? The UK yeah. Bills podcast because I, I was on it earlier on in the season, before the season, and <laughs> I, I was talking. They asked for kind of like a summary of the Chiefs and where we're at and everything, and you know we were playing the Bills in Week Six, and I was saying I was I was kind of worried about it because they're a playoff team. They look like they're a number one wide receiver away from being quite good. They signed Diggs. I thought he was a really good receiver, and I figured they would probably win their division or at least be in a wild card spot. Uh, and playing an away game on a Thursday night against a playoff team, you know, I had that pegged for a loss. Mm. And then I go on before the AFC Championship game and yeah, the the two guys had bought into the fact that they're a good team. And don't get me wrong, the Bills are a good team but they're not a great team, and the Chiefs are a great team. Um, and like I was, I was trying to explain to them, don't look at the last six or seven games of the season, because as you said earlier, we never got out of third gear. In fact, I said we never got out of second gear. Like we, we have different levels we can get to that other teams just can't reach. And if we play to those levels, and we did for a spell in this game... Yeah then you just can't match us. It, I, I don't care who you are. There isn't a team in the league who is anywhere near as good as we are when we're on our game. You know, they, they needed to play their A game and needed us to play our B, maybe C game to beat us. Yeah. And we played our A, A minus game. I, I'll take a minus off for Hardman's muff punt. Mm-hmm. But apart from that... I, and. The, they were talking about the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship, right? And they're saying the NFC Championship game was close, and that was number five seed against number one seed. And the AFC Championship game wasn't close because it's number two against number one, and how could number two against number one not be close when five against one in the NFC was? Well, that's the answer is it's a fucking massive gulf between us and the rest of the AFC, yep. and that that isn't there in the NFC. Like, you could throw a hat over half a dozen teams in the NFC and say, any given Sunday, yeah, one could beat the other, you know. There's not much to pick between them. They all they all have some fairly significant flaws. What? Are, what I'll ask you a question now, because I've ranted for five minutes again. <laughs> what significant flaws do you see in this team? There's one, and it's the O-line. Okay. Which... Mahomes has danced around, and to be honest, he's arguably a better quarterback out of the pocket than in the pocket. So it's almost yep. a weakness, which is a strength. And then the other one is McCall um, Hardman fielding punts. Yeah, which we can change. That's what I got. <laughs> that is what I got. And I'll tell you what, that's probably my list as well. I, we've we have some big time players, like players who. St- you know that what was it? Was it John Madden said, "Big players make big plays in big games." Yeah. Well, we have a bunch of big players that other teams don't have, but they're the guys that we've paid big money to. You know, when we had Teres on here in July, and we were talking about Mahomes' contract, he mm-hmm. he was saying, "I don't have a problem with teams paying big money to players. What I have a problem with is teams paying big money to the wrong players." Well, we've paid big money to players who make big plays in big mm. games. And that, to me, is where the difference between us and everybody else. Yeah. Our big players are 
Patrick Mahomes, big contract. Tyreek Hill, big contract. Travis Kelsey, big contract. And then on the other side, Frank Clark, two sacks in a playoff game. Thanks for turning up, Frank. Chris Jones, just a monster. Tyrion Matthew, the absolute... You would run through a brick wall for him. Yeah. Like, we, we have paid the right players big money, and then we can build around them. And this is why I'm not particularly concerned over the next few years, because they're all under contract for a few years. Yeah. And, like, yeah, we're going to lose players because Mahomes' contract is going to eat up money at some stage. But our window, like, it would not surprise me if we're in the Super Bowl next season. It really wouldn't. But it's the thing as well, we've had it throughout the season, Frank Clark, where's Frank Clark? Same yeah. as last year. Yeah. Well, as long as he's strolling around Arrowhead in a fur coat at the end of the AFC Championship game, no one cares. Absolutely. Like, because he's going to turn up in that game. And I tell you what, wouldn't be surprised if he gets a sack in the Super Bowl. He He's that sort of guy. Like, Tyron's going to be all over the pitch. It, like, yeah. it's, it's the same with all of them. They're all over the place. When they need, like, Tyreek Hill taking a slant for 70 yards. It, they they turn up when they need to, and this is what I say about earlier. We're just cruising through, cruising through the regular season, and you're talking about pay, paying the right players. And I don't want to just slag off Lamar Jackson every every chance you get, but he's going to want astronomical figures, and he's the MVP. But where's your Super Bowl? Yeah. Where's your Super where's, Bowl where's your pre- playoff performances? Patrick Mahomes lost the AFC Championship game the first year ago, and second year he was under pressure to make the Super Bowl. Well. He did it. He won it. Like these guys, like Lamar Jackson, should be getting the exact same now. Because if he's going to get paid big, big money, like I, I don't, I don't mind if the quarterbacks naff for the whole regular season if he plays well in the playoffs and wins the whole thing. Like Tom Brady didn't start this season particularly well. He's had absolutely no, absolutely no recognition in terms of uh, MVP. He's not even in 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 the discussion. But he's elevated the guys around him and he's got his team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, like I, I know which situation I'd rather be in. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to restrain myself here from really, really, really ranting more than <laughs> I already have oh, ranted. I want you to go. I go in. Go in. But, if there's ever a time, do it now. Like to the to the Buffalo fans. I'm not. I don't think for a second any buffalo fans are going to listen to this but if Wild you do following. Wild if you following. do lads you've got a good team okay don't be down on them because you couldn't match us mm. nobody's fucking matched us we're 26 <laughs> and 1 in the last 27 starts of patrick mahomes why did you think you were going to do it in the first place like you have got a good team your quarterback's good Diggs is good but you don't have that extra pieces that we have you don't have a travis kelsey you know go out and sign george kittle from the 49ers give him a couple of first round picks for him pair him with josh allen and stefan diggs and then see how you go in the afc championship game because i'll tell you what it'll be a damn sight closer than 38 24 like and this is the thing white said they've got to do everything they can to get in the same position as chiefs the problem you've got is we've got the best tight end we've got the best quarterback we've got the best wide receiver yeah and you can't like you could you could only have the gonna, second best team. <laughs> unless you're going to trade with us, which we are going to do. You can have the second best. You could go and get yeah. all the second best. We're still the best, so you're going to finish second. I know, and that, that's, <laughs> that's that's what gets just gets me riled. It's like, can you not see the fucking obvious here, lads? Like, 
We we do have the best quarterback, and I would certainly argue Tyreek Hill is up there, top two wide receiver. I'll be charitable and say there's someone else. Like, D- Diggs is a really good receiver, but he had four receptions for 20-odd yards going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. Sorry, that's that's just not good enough. And the the UK Bills lads were talking about, you know, why why couldn't we stop one of Kelsey or Hill? Who the hell's managed to do it all season? Kelsey had 1,400 yards and Tyreek Hill had 1,276. Nobody <laughs> stopped them. They had 26 touchdowns between them in the regular season. Why did you think you were going to do it this time? It just, ah, oh, it just it does brilliant. me head in. He's <laughs> so funny. He's brilliant. It's true, though. It, it, it is true. You, they've both got over 1,000 yards. So... If you take one away, the other one's probably going to feast. You take yeah. him away, the other one's going to feast. And it's it's just one of those situations. It, 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 one thing it does do is leave us, and I think you brought it up, Neil. Um, I can't remember where I saw it, but it leaves us in an interesting situation with Sammy Watkins because I think it's proved that as long as, Ty, as, long as Ty Hill's there and Kelsey's there with Mahomes, that this, this is going to be pretty good offence. Yeah, I mean, t- to me... This was Byron Pringle's audition for the number two receiver job for next year, and I think he he did fine. Like, um, what did he end up with? I'm going to try 22. and look. I think he had 22 yards, three catches. Three, three receptions. Mm. But he had a yes. really nice um, he had a really nice kickoff return to start the game, I think, as well. Or near the start of the game. Yeah, he did. He had a decent one at some yeah. stage, yeah. He looks like, a lot better than Nicole. I mean, we're in Capel next year. Sammy Watkins is gone, okay? Yeah. We're not going to re-sign him. So Byron Pringle takes a number two job. That's fine. And that's mm. that's the kind of thing we need to do to maintain like the dominance of the AFC. It's We've got to develop players on cheap contracts around these guys who we're given big contracts to. Because at the end of the day, like Kelsey and Hill had 26 targets out of 38 passes. You've only got 12 other receptions coming to everybody yeah. else. Yeah. So you don't need to pay fifteen million a year to Sammy Watkins to be your number two receiver for four catches a game. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You know, and you, plus you're you're trying to manufacture ways to get McCall Hardman in the game, and like uh, I, I was annoyed with McCall Hardman, and well, actually, I was annoyed with Andy Reid because he called an end around instead of a jet sweep. And because it was an end around, it was classed as a run. run and because if it had been a jet sweep, it was classed as a pass. And I had a nine-fold accumulator. <laughs> and the only thing that let me down was I had McCall Hardman over 30 yards receiving, and he had a 50-yard rush. And I had everything else on it, and it was like 400 quid. Yeah, I mean, he had two receptions for four yards, so... <laughs> you yeah, I, know, I, I needed that big play. But he got it as a run instead of as a pass. <laughs> But I, I like, don't think that I, I I don't like the bet, Neil. I, ju- I don't see, I don't think he trusts McCall Hardman to run around. <laughs> no, but he trusts him on the jet sweeps, and that's yeah, where I he's get been that. getting his yardage. I you know, he pick up a couple of those for twenty yards each time. Mm. You get two of those, there you go. There's your forty yards. Yeah, no, I see you see. So, thirty-three yards for McCall Hardman isn't like that's that's a relatively average game i'm actually looking at the player stats what's his receiving average he averages 35 yards a game receiving yeah so it needed an average game from him unfortunately around the end around but well live and learn yeah i'll tell you one thing i did notice really early on which 
I, I don't usually pick up on these things because I get too absorbed in in what's happening. But Anthony Hitchens, before the snap, at the start of the game, absolutely, he, he noticed something that Josh Allen had changed the play and he was screaming at people getting them in position. And he did, did it the same in the second half and he blew up a run early on. And I was like, he is underrated. He's played so well this year. And yeah. I, was, I was just really impressed with seeing seeing little things like that that just shows that they've they've properly studied and it's just the depths that these guys must go into to understand and, and see all these little tells it's just it's just crazy yeah. isn't it it's just top top level uh, throughout yeah. it is it is and I, I feel like we've spent too much time talking about the Bills here and not enough time talking about the Chiefs because it was a pretty standard performance for the Chiefs <laughs> we put up over 30 points it was pretty standard and the one thing that we haven't said is the defence did play really well yes um, and they look like they're coming into their own at the perfect time as well Chris Jones looked good Frank Clark looked good as I said Hitchens looked good and then Sneed's all over the place I hope he's okay love him he's love him to bits absolutely just unbelievable hit on a draft pick that's not like a premium draft pick because yes. we were desperate for a guy like him and um yeah just he's been arguably <laughs> one of the best cornerbacks if that's what you class him as because i know he plays inside a lot but absolutely um but he started awesome. the season played outside and played really well you know when he plays yeah, outside yeah. he gets interceptions when he plays in the nickel he gets sacks like it's a nice problem to have. Where do you play him? Yeah, and and he was on Josh Allen quick a couple of times. Yeah, and he he, he had a free rush on the first one, but the second one he did go round a defensive end and he he dipped his shoulder and turned the corner lovely and and managed to get to Josh and cause all sorts of problems. He's 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 come on just he hit the ground running to be honest, and he got his injury, but still going strong. I think that's where, if he plays, I think that's where I'm going to put my money, that he gets a, an interception on Brady in the Super Bowl. Oh, nice. I think that's a really, like, I mean, Brady throws picks, doesn't he, so? Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Can't throw he, three he, picks in He threw Bowl. three in the, the championship game, didn't he? He cannot do that. In, well, yeah, no, he can do that in the Super Bowl, because that'll mean we win. Yeah, because that'll mean we'd win, yeah. If he does that, if he, I think if he throws two, we win. Yeah, I wouldn't rule it out. I, I think at least with Tampa Bay... They take shots downfield. Mm. Which is what you've got to do against them. Yeah, abso- absolutely, yeah. But, I mean, when we played them earlier in the season, they, they had the, I'm going to say, revolutionary tactic of single-covering Tyree Kill for a whole yeah. quarter and playing one high safety and mm. wondering why Tyree Kill had 200 yards receiving at the end of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't replicate that. I mean, one other thing I'll say about Buffalo is they learn nothing from playing us earlier in the season because <laughs> they played pretty much the same way in the playoff game as how they played in the first game and the first game was never a game so why would you think this was going to be any different uh, I think I think they thought they were a different team to earlier in the season but yeah I but they, they weren't got some waking up to do yeah yeah um but yeah I mean the Bucks it's going to be a tough game like the the offensive line injuries like poor Eric Fisher yeah. Heart goes out to him. I, I really hope he recovers. I really hope it's not the last we've seen of him in a Chiefs uniform. Because I know we do yeah. save 11 million next season by cutting him, and that's a lot of money. Same goes Mitch Schwartz. Same goes Mitch Schwartz, who we haven't seen since, what, week six or seven? I don't think we'll ever see him in a Chiefs jersey either. 
Like, I, I can't see us going into next season without one of them on the roster. But if Fisher's torn his Achilles mm, now, it's that's a oh, it's a long enough injury to come back from. Yeah, but I mean, how long has it taken Mitch to come back from his injury as well? He, I mean, well, he hasn't come back, has he? Uh, exactly. Absolutely no signs of him. So, I'll tell you what, Allegretti played well though. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that geezer's a funny man. Like after every play, he's like, he's like the first guy, <laughs> like any sort of play. He's the first guy tapping like Kelsey on the head. He, I love him, man. He's wicked. But like the, it it is a concern is the O line in the yeah, in the Super Bowl because the Bucks have a really good pass rush, mm. and you know, do you trust Remus Wiley, Allegretti, Writer, and Wisnowski? Probably as your O line for. It's rough, isn't it? But it, it is. It and is that such... doesn't make pretty reading. It doesn't, but I mean, like I said earlier, Patch Mahomes can be a better quarterback out inside the pocket sometimes. So, um, but yeah, then I mean, the, the good thing is they've got two weeks to to, to plan out. a way around negating such an obvious problem. Yeah, and as much as the Bills didn't learn from our first game of season, I'm sure there's things that the Chiefs will be looking at. Um, to try and take away from that game that we played against them earlier yeah. in the season because um, Andy Reid again he's going to have a bye week essentially he's going to yes. have a couple of weeks to prepare so Andy will already have done a lot of work on them earlier in the season yeah. because we played them so a lot of the, the heavy lifting is done in that regards and you're you're kind of looking like you're going to look at that game and then what's happened since that game yeah it's it, I mean, it's just such a tasty matchup. I think other, t- I think maybe fans around the league might see this and just be like, oh, this is going to be exhausting. Like Brady again, Mahomes again. But to us, this is like this is a really, really kind of kind of cool matchup. This as we yeah. like, yeah. like Brady Mahomes kind of two and two on the on their series, their little personal series, and you know the. The passing of the baton and all that, all that jazz that we're already starting to hear. Uh, it's it's, a, it's going to be a really, really good Super Bowl, I think. Oh, it's going to be the longest two weeks ever now until we get to it. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I, I I kind of feel we can watch it. I'm not quite going to say without pressure, but can enjoy this one more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't enjoy last year's Super Bowl in the slightest. Like it was un, until whenever Wasp was with like. Eight or nine minutes to go, whatever it was. Seven minutes, 49 seconds, I want to say, off the top of my head. Yeah. Like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> whenever, up until that point, we hadn't played well and it just wasn't enjoyable to watch. Uh, and then we just turned on the Jets and away we go. And Do you know what the sad thing for me in the Super Bowl was? When, when, it, when it kind of looked like it might not go our way. I was sitting there and I was watching, uh, I went round to um, one of my mates' uh, houses to watch a game. And, um, you know, he's in the NFL, doesn't know all that much, like, wouldn't know the players or anything, just said, like, this, we just haven't been us. Like, yeah. it just, it didn't seem, like, uh, you wouldn't have, I just said to him, we wouldn't have got to the Super Bowl playing kind of this way. And, it, uh, you know, the 49ers were doing doing things to affect that, obviously, but we didn't look like us. And I'm, I'm really excited for this matchup because I think they're going to go out and play really, really loose in this game. Mm. I think they're going to play 
their style, their way, and it's going to kind. Of, I think the game's going to be at our tempo as well. I'm sure Brady's going to try and dictate it, but you know, if Patrick Mahomes goes out there and he does play loose and and starts flinging it about, he scores some early points. It's going to be played at our kind of our speed. Um, I, I, I'm just I'm crazy, crazy excited. I mean, I was going to be crazy excited about about any matchup. Um, I like us against the Bucks more than I think I like the matchup against the Packers. Yes, I would agree with that. Uh, and we talked about it before. Like, I think the uh, the Ravens and the Titans would have given us a better game in the NFC in the NFC in the AFC Championship game. So we've had quite a nice little run now. Um, like I, I, you know what? I, I'm going to challenge you there. I don't know that they would have. Like Jonathan. the Ravens, you challenged Lamar Jackson to pass. Good luck, Lamar. Um, like we we've we beat them comfortably again again comfortably early on in the season. I, I don't think they were a bad matchup for us because they're not a team that puts up points quickly. Yeah. The the Titans aren't a team that puts up points quickly. You know, they hand off to Derrick Henry and play action off that, but they're not known for scoring a lot fast. At least Green Bay can do that and the Bucks can do that as well. Like They'll take their shots deep and they've got some good wide receivers and mm. th- that's how you beat this Chiefs team. And I-, I would say Green Bay or Tampa Bay will give us more of a challenge than anyone in the AFC would, not because they're necessarily better teams, but their strengths match up with the way you need to approach the game against the Chiefs, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think I still have nightmares about us getting run over every week with Bob Sutton. But, um, yeah, Bob Sutton's longer. I know, hallelujah. Yeah, with the Titans, Derek Henry and stuff, I just... I think sixty yards in the sixty yards in the playoff about, game last year. Yeah, I just I still worry about him having a two year hundred yard game on us, but you never know. <laughs> we yeah. don't have to worry about it now, and no. you know, like you say, the books are gonna are gonna try and throw on us. Uh, I like that though. With it, it, it's a worry, but at the same time, with Sneed and and Tyron Matthew around the ball, you just hope that they're gonna. For whatever the books manage to do, you just hope that they get one or two. And Thornhill, yeah. don't yeah. forget Thornhill. He played really well. He played the better, other night. yeah. And you just and he's coming. He's having longer and longer to recover from that injury now, and he, you know he's getting back into it. I'm excited to see what he can do next year as well. But you just hope that Tyron Matthew. He only has to see one thing, you know. Well, Jerry Sneed has to jump one route, and and that that could we've seen it. It can it can totally change the course of a can totally change the course of a game giving the Chiefs extra possessions they don't need any more than they've already got to put up 38 points again and yeah. I think that I think that'd win the Super Bowl 38 points if we can do that again I think the Super Bowl's a race to 30 for me anyone who gets past that wins the mm. game but we, we'll worry about that closer to yeah. the time because we will be doing Get the like a preview podcast, show yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we do a couple of podcasts over the next couple of weeks so yeah um People keep an eye out. Um, anything else you want to talk about tonight? No, no, just again, I mean, enjoy this because yeah. <laughs> we don't know when we're going to be back. Um, just for me, I-, I love Super Bowl week, even when we weren't good enough to be in it. Just soak up all of the content because I couldn't watch either of the games because of work and-, and all that jazz. We've got one meaningful game left and we happen to be in it. And then, yeah. you know, it's going to be six months, so... Just going to take in all of the content, as crap as some of it may be, as clickbait as some of it may be, as all of that. But it's going to be amazing. Um, 
I'm I just I can't wait for the game, but I'm just gonna really really try and enjoy the fact that they've done it again and take it all in before the big one. Yeah, I hear you. I think on that positive note, I'm not going to rant anymore, and we're going to take that to the bank. Um, Tomo, thanks for your time. It's been a thank pleasure. You. I hope no, I didn't you. annoy you too much. <laughs> no, no, I like, I like feisty Neil, man. <laughs> Bring that back out. Um, okay, folks, I think that'll do us for this evening. This 40 minutes was longer than we thought this was going to take. <laughs> yeah. um, but from one kingdom to another, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening.